Hello everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of your favorite anime podcast. This is Anime Double Play, coming to you live, Woo! for us, not for you. Episode 76, getting ready to talk about the new anime season, what we did this week, what we didn't do this week, <laughs> and the new anime season. Yeah, new season, new greatness, so excited, I'm feeling super good, I just got out of the shower, so I'm nice and warm, and I'm nice and clean, and I watched a lot of anime this week, and I'm very excited to talk about it. I watched a decent amount of anime this week. Uh, like, I feel like the first week, I never watch as much as I intend to, because I have mucho going on, trying to get to it all, but... I was also kind of busy this week because I wrote an essay for class. I had homework for another class, so. I watched nine. You watched nine? I watched nine. I watched five. Okay. Five, but we, I want to watch more. We know who's more devoted. We know we know who's the weebiest. You end up dropping half those by the end of the season, guaranteed. Oh, I totally agree with you. Hundred percent. Some of them, I'm not even sure I'm gonna watch the second episode. Wow, that feels so bad. Well, we'll see. We have a lot to talk about, but before we talk about anime, let's be selfish and talk about ourselves. How are you, Thomas? I am amazing. Great. Uh, I'm doing well. This weekend, I played Tales of Berseria, so. First JRPG I've played in a really long time. Nice. And it's pretty fun. I'm enjoying it. Cool. Played that. I played some Killing Floor 2 yesterday with some friends, which is like a horde mode zombie survival thing. It's okay. It was more fun hanging out with my friends than playing that game, but it was a good time nonetheless. Right, right. Oh, friends, if anime told me anything, it's um, to value your friends. Your friends are your power. By Nakama. Yes. Nakama best. Nakama bestest. All right. What about you? What, uh, besides the anime you did, you mentioned that you play more Octopath or something. Oh, yeah. I, um, beat my first story mode in Octopath Traveler. So there's eight storylines, and I beat the first one for a best girl, Tress of the Merchant. My OG. Um, it was a really easy boss fight. I was like, wow, I must be like super OP for the en for endgame. Time to go. Just like a couple hours beat all the other bosses. No. Tressa's boss fight was the easiest thing ever, but all the other ones are really, really freaking hard. So I thought I only had like 15-ish hours left in this game. I have much more. So let the grind begin. So that's going to be a bummer. But I do like the game. So I got to I got to see it too. See it to the end. Yeah, I mean, you you've come so far with it. Yeah, I'm like, 50 It feels really bad when you play like 80% of the game, you're just like, uh I'm 56 hours in. So I have to that's, finish. <laughs> that's a lot of time. I'm aware. But it, it's been since July. Like, when I played Persona 5, I played, I put in 100 hours in three months. That's religious. For this, I got Jesus. it in July, and I beat my first story mode in October. In half, like, an extra month in half the time. So it's not as crazy as being obsessed with the Phantom Thieves. Don't watch the anime. Play the game. I know, it, it's tough. I was talking to people the other day, and they were like, oh, why haven't you watched Game of Thrones? And I was like, too many nerd things to do. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough time to do them all. Oh, hell yeah. But also this week, I watched the shoujo, trashiest shoujo. Well, I didn't watch it, I read it. But it was such shoujo trash, and I haven't gotten, like, a good servant of shoujo trash in a while, so it just, like, made my heart so full. It was so good. And by good, I mean pretty mediocre, but so romantic. This is great. And by good, you mean bad. By good, I mean really bad. It's called Hokako 
koista, which means I fell in love after school. <laughs> and it's about this girl who's like recruiting somebody for the volleyball team and she falls in love with him. And I fell in love with him on page three because I tweeted that frame and it was such a good frame to meet a person. And there's only 11 chapters out. So I ate the manga in like two hours and I was like, Oh, it's so good. It's horrible. It's really bad. It's just like a checkbox of cliches, but they're cliches for a reason, and they're cliches because they work. So I know it's bad, but I'm fine with it. It's pretty horrible. Things happen. Yeah. And it was only like, it didn't take up a lot of my time, so. And then I can gush over it with my friend because I'm getting her to read it. So, you know, Nakama best. Just the usual stuff. Yeah, but besides that, I watched a lot of anime. I had a bad day at work today, so then I came home and watched more anime. And, um, like I said, I'm, I'm feeling really clean. I had a good shower. Hey, that's what's up. Just had some ramen, drinking a um, Kirin Ichiban, sponsored by Thomas. Thank you, Thomas. This is my last one. Hey. So all is well. Cool. I'm actually going to finish downloading the new Maple Story. Yeah, I want to start playing that, so I'm going to download that tonight and uh, get on, see what's going on. Super cool. Yeah, I never played the first one, but this one's 3D, so it should be cool. We'll see how good it is. Oh, I never played the first one, but the Gamer Orchestra played the music from it, and it's one of my favorite compilations that we played. Speaking of the Gamer Orchestra, I have a concert on Sunday that I'll hopefully see you at. Excuse me, I'm going to burp. I burped. And I'm super excited. We're playing a lot of cool stuff. And I'm reading a narration as Samus. I'm singing. I'm, most importantly, playing the castanets. And it's going to be great. You know who also knows how to play the castanets? I, you don't understand, when we were talking about castanets, nobody knows why I volunteered for the castanets so hard. Is and I can? wish I could... I wish I could find that gif of Yui with the cast in it. It's like the best anime moment ever. I know, that's but, how I was um, going for it. Yui just yeah. like, oh yeah, I can play an oh. instrument. It's just like her in like third grade like playing the cast in that. Thomas, don't underestimate me. That is the first thing I thought of, and that is why I volunteered for it, and I even bought my own castanets and donated them to the orchestra because I want this castanet part so bad. <laughs> Oh, man. What uh, a bad instrument. For anyone who gets that reference from Kaon, go you. You're I the mean, best. it's in the first episode, so it's not like... That's true. It's a really tough, uh, tough, tough reference. Tough find, yeah. Hmm. Mm. But anyway, should we begin? Yeah, I guess so. Let me pull up my list of what I watched. You should go first, and then I'll um, jump in on where you've watched, and then I can go off on my own. But you know what the craziest thing happened this week? I was looking forward to the new episode of The Homes of Kyoto, and there wasn't one. And then what? There wasn't one. Oh. Because it's over. Oh, no. <laughs> I like that show. It was really bad. It wasn't even shoujo trash. It was just bad. <laughs> Why'd you keep watching it? Because I liked it. But you just said it was bad. Yes, I did, and I liked it. Thomas, this is coming from the girl who unironically loves Guilty Crown. <laughs> but says, openly says it's bad. Yes. It's horrible, and I love it. Very good, very good. Okay, let's let's cut the uh, the small talk. Okay. Into serious business, guys. Oh, let's do the ones that we're carrying over first. Okay, uh, let's do Attack on Titan then. I love this episode. Yeah, I like this episode too. This was fun. N- not a lot of people liked it. I thought it was a great way to ease us into the second half of the season. Um, I thought it was really cool how that guy actually mattered and how everything kind of fit into place. Um, 
people were like, oh, it was an exposition dump, but I actually, like, felt something from it, and I thought it was good, and I still don't like Aaron Yeager, but that's okay. Or Mikasa. They just ruined both their characters, and it sucks, but, um, Army and still the eternal fave, and I really liked the, um, backstory in this episode. I thought it was well done. Once again, Attack on Titan hits these, like, convenient things. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's so convenient that the guy who taught them also has connections to Jaeger and knows about Dad Jaeger, like, and just doesn't say anything about it. I don't know. Like, that's my well, one he- thing. He With tries to fail the kid. He tries to fail fail Aaron because he won't let this other person be special because he has this obsession, like, Grisha was special. His son can't be special. All these people are special besides me, and Aaron proves them wrong. I thought that was really cool. I did think it was really convenient. Um, yeah, but what but that's my really one complaint. Le- I, I actually really yeah. like the whole message thing, and, like, people aren't born special. Like, you become special. And that guy's whole, like, drive to, like, want to do more with his life and stuff. I mean, and failing, right? And that's, like, a reality in life that sometimes, like, you do put 110% in and you fail. And yeah. those the people who ultimately become successful, they obviously have some luck, but they're the people that, like, deal with that really well. That, like, constant failure. And they overcome it. So I thought it was, like, a great message how it affects the plot, like... Not much. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like... We didn't really learn anything. Yeah. That's the one thing that, like, cool, we had, like, this moment, but... And on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter, right? I think it gave some closure for Aaron. Um, he knew really nothing about his father or his mother. By the way, one of my major complaints is... With Grisha's backstory, the dude just shows up. No memories, but wait, I'm a doctor. Okay. Um, And then he's a great doctor and all that stuff, and then he gets married, and nobody remembers that this guy came from nowhere. He could be from the Titan colony. We don't know what this guy's doing. He's just like, oh, I'm I'm outside the wall. I'm over here. I'm a doctor, I guess. Let's go serve the army. Let's go bang up this waitress. I have a son. Like, it's just like, what the fuck? Well, okay. I understand that. I'm surprised they didn't ask more questions. Like, wait, what yeah. are you doing? Well, I don't know. I'm just walking around by, by beyond the walls. How'd you get out here? I don't know. All right, well, let's go Come back inside. In. Yeah. Like, what? Where Where's this guy going to live? Like, and I don't know. That was kind of weird. But at the same time, like, they don't know humans can turn into titans and stuff. So they're not like, oh, this guy might be a right. titan human. Exactly. Like, they but at the know. same time, it is still kind of weird that, like, that doesn't happen, right? Like, there aren't just humans walking around outside the walls. Right. So, but, I don't know. Again, it's convenient, but I still like the episode. It was a fun watch. I did like the... My favorite part was the part where those other soldiers, like, go up and talk to them. And, and they don't like, even recognize them? I thought yeah. that was really cool. Because they were all so war-torn. Yeah, and they're all, like, dark and shit. It was cool. I like that part. That was the one thing. They did develop the characters well within the realm of, like being battle-hardened, and, like, they, they're they less carefree and less fun and stuff. Especially Eren, but he's, like, kind of always sucked as a character. Has so, Eren ever been fun? I mean, Eren, like, had that massive drive, and now he doesn't really have that. Now he's kind of just like, whatever, I guess I'm doing this. Yeah, he has to get it back. I think... He's all, and I think to this moment is helping him get on his way to getting his drive back. Um, cause Aaron has been through a lot of shit and like people were like, wow, Aaron, blah, blah, blah. What a baby. And I'm like, he was being a baby in seasons one and two. 
this, like, he can actually be upset about this. This, this fucking sucks. But now, he, he needs to not be a bitch anymore. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can get behind that. Yeah. He's still being a bitch. He's still a bad character, and he will forever be, like, the worst anime character for, like, a popular show. Maybe Kirito uh, can I was gonna him. say Kirito, yeah. They can have an argument over who's a worst character, but... Yeah, I don't know. But I do like the other characters. I'm not just... I don't want to sit here and just shit on Attack on Titan. Because uh-huh, I do like... Yeah. I like Armin, I like Mikasa, I like Levi, I like a bunch of it, so... Yeah. It's all good. I like, um, I thought it was a good way to get into the second season. I thought it was a good episode, a good last episode to have that opening. It all fit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Sorry, I was yawning. That's why I only went yawn. No, it's okay. So, um, we'll go on to Banana Fishy. So I admit, when I got home from work today, when I was stressed and tired and eating ramen... I um I watched the new episode that came out today, so I think I'm one ahead of you. Yeah, you are. The last episode just, was the fight between Arthur and Ash. Yeah, I saw the new opening today. Oh, there's a new opening. Oh, there's God. a new opening. It's not the same. Okay, so but there's still a lot of, of English. There's still a lot of English. That's okay. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Yeah, sorry. What do we think? Of the duel. Um, the, before the duel, the animation sucked. In what way? No, no budget. People looked bad. Movement looked bad. And I never really noticed bad animation. The only time I really notice it is if it's, like, really horrible or if it's orange. But, um, I noticed it. And that's how you know it was bad. It just was a little... Not right. So, but I thought the duel was good. I thought it was exciting. I just really wanted him, Ash to get shot. Like, it was like 800 against 1. And he, he got shot, like, right before the duel in the shoulder. I was like, shoot this bitch. I love Ash. Don't get me wrong. But it's like the stormtroopers from Star Wars. Everyone misses. He can't be that good. Shoot him. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, one dude can't kill, like, 30 people. Like... That's some James Bond shit. But he did. Um, I thought the duel was great. I thought it was brutal when he fucking slit Arthur's throat. I was like, woo! And then Arthur was like having a little sympathy moment. And I was like, I don't feel bad for you. Go die. And then he fell. Uh, it It was great. And Edgy was there. And he saw it. And he was like, Ash was like, I don't want you to see me like this. And then right after that, he slits a guy's throat. Like, it was, it was good. It was exciting. It was for, sorry. It was foreshadowed in the opening, their duel. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, I, so I like this episode up until like the last two minutes where everyone just gets arrested I thought that was funny. I, like, don't get it. Like. What's the get? I don't know. But it's. Now he has to break out of jail again. Like, he just murdered someone. And everyone saw it. Like, is he just going to get out of jail again? Like, he also got out of jail. He's still being tried for that other thing. For that fake murder thing. Ah. Like, this is really in, like, a real court system, this is really bad. And all the goons also got arrested. And AG, like, what? Now what? Like, what is going to happen in the next episode? It's They're all going to be in jail? Like, I don't know. Are they all just going to let them go? Um, I mean, the first thing Ash has to do is not die. Because, um... He just got his shit rocked. He's, like, bleeding from his side. The one thing I do like about... I mean, there's a lot of things I like about the show. One of the main things I really like is that they take, like, mortal wounds seriously. It's not like someone gets stabbed in the chest and then they get back up. Like, it's kind of realistic, not really. But it's better than most anime. Also, I don't... 
like maybe gangsters are kind of hard dudes, but Arthur got his th- his like throat slit and fell off like train tracks like six stories up. What does everyone do? They all fucking cheer. What is this? Like, that's some Hunger Games shit right there. Maybe gangsters are kind of hard dudes. But I don't know. I mean, I'm tweeting that right now. I don't think a bunch of gangsters would watch someone like die like that. I'd be like, yeah, that was awesome. I don't know. I thought that was like kind of funny. I was like, they're all cheering. Like, what is this? Like, I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. But anyhow, the fight was actually really cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah, James it was good. Bond, Ash Lynx butchered a bunch of people. And then fought Arthur one-on-one. Anyone. But, yo, Arthur betrayed, betrayed uh, like, the black gang. Which, yeah. That's not that, good. That's now, not good. Ash's crew has the black gang Allies. and the Asian gang on their whoop. side. Whoop, whoop. So, Dino is going to have a really bad time when he gets back from, like, Vienna, wherever the hell he went, Oslo. Don't matter. Well, he's gonna get his ass handed to him. We can only hope. Yeah, so good episode. Um, guys, if you're not watching this show, you should. It's good. We like it. Yeah, everyone should be watching this show. Um, so I think you should talk about the new ones you watched, and then I'll fill in the gaps. Sure, we can do that. Um, Oh, by the way, guys, there's no topic this week because we watched so much anime. That's, yeah, that's the plan. So, this is gonna be it. (laughs) Buckle up. Alright, um, okay, so we did Attack on Time, we did Banana Fish. Uh, I mean, I only watched Hinamaru Zumo. From, like, non-continued stuff. What? I thought you said you watched five. Yeah. The other two is Golden Kamui, second season, and Tokyo Ghoul, third season. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Wait. Can we talk about that Golden Kamui episode? You want to do that before I talk about... Wait, did you watch Hinamaru Zuma? Yes. Okay. Let's talk about Golden Kamui. That was... The most disturbing shit I've ever seen. I knew what was happening. Like, I knew, like, instantly. I was like, oh, this is what Mary was talking about when she said this was a horrible episode. I was watching it, texting Thomas, like, this is really weird. This is really weird. Oh my god, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I was like eight minutes in. I was watching it at work, and I was so nervous somebody was going to come up and see like this guy wearing a penis as a hat. Yeah, so it was what happened this episode was that there's this dude who does taxidermy, but he taxidermied up his whole family and like thought they were talking to him and like kept them all in a room. And he also, like, had a bunch of, like, human skin that he would wear around. It's pretty creepy. Okay, so taxidermying the family? Fine with that. Creepy, cool. Wearing the the human skin fashion show. I was losing my nerve a little. I was getting a little uncomfortable. That was was a lot. That was a lot. Ugh. With, like, when he was wearing that mask with all the ears and the teeth, and he goes to stab him. And then he's like, oh, JK, you're my friend. And then he puts on all these, like, skin body. Ugh. Man, I love this show so much. But damn. Golden Kamui, why? Okay, we also, there was, like, some important plot stuff as well, though. Someone's going to betray Asaripa Best Girl. Um... I feel like the easy answer is for it to be Shiraishi because we know he has connections with the other guy. No, but we I, know who it is, though. It's going to be the Ainu guy. Yeah, because he's fake. He's not he's real Ainu. Oh. Yeah. Did you miss that? I guess. They were talking about... Uh, I forget which part. I forget who was talking, but they were talking about how there were some people pretending to be Ainu. 
and um, that's how like um, Azripa's dad like got betrayed. And oh. when they do that, they like pan over to the the Ainu guy that's with them, and he just like has this smirk on his face. So that motherfucker is definitely fake Ainu. I mean, Shiraishi is going to betray and then be like, sorry, bro, and then come back. But, um, I like Asaripa. I want to protect her. <laughs> so. They also ate food this episode, which is important. Of course. It's Golden Kamui. Ten times better than Food Wars when it comes to cuisine. Hina, hina. Hina, hina. Easily best um, food anime of this season, since I think it's the only one. Yeah. Much better than Shokugeki no Soma. Ah. Better food. Better food, yeah. I'd rather eat a squirrel than whatever gourmet thing Soma's making. Better food, less orgasms. Golden to the top. Oh, wait! The best part about Golden Kamui was the kid whose name is Boner. Oh, what the fuck was that? That I was so weird. I can't believe this show. Like, I was just watching this. This one episode has a little bit of everything. I, I was just, like, so beyond myself. I was like, this might as well happen. So the kid's name is Boner. Well, his name is whatever, which means to make birds fly, which also means Boner, which is, like, to make birds fly. Like, that makes sense. It, to have an erection. And then um, oh, Tanagaki... Oh, clarification, Mary. Yeah. Tanagaki, best boy, is like, that's a good name, Boner. And I was like, yes! What is this show? Yeah, that was really weird. Why yeah. would anyone name their child that? Well, it's when you're a child, you get that name to scare away the demons. I mean, to make birds fly is pretty. Sorry, slang messed up his name. If if Tanagaki gives it gives the approval, so do I. I mean, he thought it was funny. <laughs> Cause it was. Yeah, that I mean, that's true. Anyway, so that was Golden Kamui. It was it was gold. Golden Kamui was gold this week. Yeah. It was a good episode. I'm so excited it's back. And I'm, I'm happy they just jumped in pretty much right where they left off. They didn't, like, do any weird time skippy shit or anything yeah. like that. They're just like, we hear new episode. It's not even Golden Community Season 2. It's literally just episode 13. Hell yeah. Like. Alright, Golden Community, Boners, Taxidermy, done with that. <laughs> Hinamaru Zumo. Mary. What do you think of the first episode? Typical. Okay. That's that's correct. I like the guy. I liked what's his name? Hinomaru, I guess. Yeah. He's cool. Hinomaru. Um, I really like the senpai. I thought he was a refreshing sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um I mean we know what's I mean we know what's going to happen. This season's going to be about getting new sumo wrestlers. The, the bully from the opening, who we see doing sumo, is going to join the sumo club to try and beat this guy. Woo, we have rivals. And then we're going to start competing, and we're going to try and go against that big school, and then we'll lose, and then we'll regain our strength and go again. There's the season. Thank you for watching Hinomaru Sumo. Well, yeah. actually, you oh. I was going to say, you read the manga. You can prove me wrong, but you just agreed with me. So. I mean, I'm trying to think. I don't remember. It's been years since I read it. Like, four years ago, I read this. I read, like, 20-some chapters. Like, I read all of it that came out in, like, the first six months of its release, basically. Oh, okay. But I like the main character a lot. Like, he's not... It's different than other sports anime, where it's not, like, he's not very good, and he's gonna get better. Like, this guy is just, like, from the get-go, really, really good. And he's jacked. The animation is really good in this show. Like, he looks so cool, the main character. I'm a big fan. 
Yeah, he's cool. My issue is I'm not a huge fan or know anything about sumo. And I mean, yes, we're you can watch learn. it. Yeah, we're going to learn. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to I'm not going to cross it off my list yet. It was good. I'd give it a 3. It was good. 3 out of three 5. Out of what? 5? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. It gets better. Someone in the comments of the first episode discussion thread on Reddit said it gets the high Q levels of hype. Which that guy knows his shit if he's comparing it to Haikyuu because he knows Haikyuu is the best sports anime. So he better. Let's see. I don't know if it'll be that good, but it's close. Well, probably not that close. But I enjoyed what I read. Yeah, no. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I uh, tangent for a second? Tangent away. So, I forgot to mention, but I, I got a book from... My school's library. And it's called... um, Sorry, I was picking it up. The Anime Boom in the United States. Lessons for Global Creative Industries. By Michael Daliot Boole and Nassim Otomazgin. And they're both Harvard professors who wrote this. It's a scholarly book. Um, They're from the East Asia Department at Harvard. And it's like 200 pages... Um, discussing, like, the rise and fall of, like, the anime scene in the United States. And it's a, when I say it's a scholarly book, I mean, like, there's, like, sources and things like, it has, like, an index after. Yeah, it's essays. Yeah, it's dense as shit, also. They use, like, big words and crap. But I got it, I have it till May, and I'm gonna read it. You have it till May? Yeah, I was surprised. I checked it out of the library, and it doesn't say it's due back till May. Well, enjoy. But I'll finish it before then. Now that I'm thinking of it, um, I pre-ordered an anime book that uh, Mother's Basement had an essay in. And um, I, don't, I never got it. <laughs> so I need to do that. And I'll but, share on social media a picture of the cover. Yeah, I just looked it up. Looked it up on Amazon. I know that guy on the cover, but I can't think of him. I don't know who it is. It looks like a fake. It's character. from some hero. No, it's from some hero anime thing. I'm pretty oh. sure he—he's the guy from Hero Man. I'm not joking. Oh, it's Hero Man on oh, the back cover. There's someone on the yeah. front cover who I don't know. Okay, from what I'm seeing, it's the guy from Hero Man. I can't believe I remembered that. I didn't even watch the show. Yeah. I should watch that show. It looks cool. I was thinking, I was just thinking that I should watch that show, too. Cool. Um, Cool. Okay, let's jump back in. I just wanted to go over that, because I meant to discuss that before we got into weeklies, but... um, No, that's cool. Keep us posted on how it is. Yeah, I will. All right, what else do I have on here? Um, Tokyo Ghoul. Right, Tokyo Ghoul. So, I don't know. I think part of me is that I don't remember what exactly happened towards the end of last season. Uh, But everything's all over the place. Like, Kaneki decided to be super emo again. So, he's, like, not like he used to be. Okay. Like, they introduced, like, this weird new group. Some ghoul, who is also an author, says, comes out as a ghoul to the public. And that's, like, a big issue. There's so many weird things. It was so much happened this episode, and it's all stuff that, like, I don't remember, like, what I should know, who's new. There's so many characters. It was just kind of tough to follow. But I have to, like read, like, a discussion thread to kind of, like... Catch up. Catch up a little bit, because I don't remember. And I'm chatting with my friend about it, too. So she'll catch me back up to speed She'll fill... Patty will fill you in. Yeah, she watched it recently, too. So... But I love Tokyo Ghoul. I think it's an amazing anime. It's gonna be really good. The opening was fucking cool. The opening Hmm. was so cool. Oh, man. They have good OPs. Oh, man. They got top-notch OPs. Last season, it was really good. This season's really good. The ending was cool. 
I'm all, I'm all on the hype train for Tokyo Ghoul. What was it, like, two seasons ago it came out? And I was just like, this is quietly, like, the best anime airing this season that no one's really watching all that much. Once again, it could be just that. Especially with no Attack on Titan. The Tokyo Ghoul anime started um, 2014. Yeah, but um, it took a while because they only did Tokyo Ghoul Ray at the end of 2017. Yeah. Um, or the beginning of 2018. Tokyo Ghoul Ray was April 2018. So, yes. Yeah, so it took the summer off. Cool, cool. Yeah, I was all about it. But that's the last of what I watched. The only other thing I I said that I would watch that I didn't was that Sono Toki Kanajoa. But oh, yeah, let me look that up right now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the future. This is an hour and a half later where Thomas lost his connection and his audio track, and we tried so hard and never got it back. So, um, hello again. This is Mary. It is late at night. I am very tired. This has been a horrible experience. We've been trying to record this episode for like three hours, and it did not work at all. So, um, Thomas and I agreed that since he was mostly done with all the anime he watched, this week anyway, that he wanted me to solo run the rest of the episode. Um, which is good, because I can talk to you guys, but is also a bummer, because we were making really good fun of some of the anime I watched, and all that banter is gone, so we apologize. But, um, ugh, guys, it's just, I'm just so tired. But let's jump right in. Let me get my list. Um, so going down my list, the first one I watched without Thomas was called Irodoku. It was like Irodoku, the Shades of Life, or some English subtitle that I don't remember. Um, I didn't watch the whole episode because work happened, but it's about this girl who lives in the year 2080, like 2080, and um, she's colorblind because of a trauma, and she has no friends, and her grandmother's a witch. Duh. So um, she's watching the fireworks with her grandmama, and grandmama's like, I need you to understand some things. So I'm going to transport you back in time to when I was a teenager. And the girl's like, wait, grandma, please don't. And the grandma's like, see ya. So the girl gets transported back in time to 2018, go figure, when she was a teenager. And um, stuff happens. She doesn't know what's going on. She's in an unknown place. She gets, of course, placed in this high school boy's room and has to sneak out, and people see her sneaking out, and drama happens. And then I stopped because I had a phone call or something. But, um, I think it's my PA work, so it looks really good. Like, animation, color, movement's really fluid. It looks great. I just don't know if it's good yet, plot-wise. So that's something, I'll probably finish the first episode, and then probably, I'll give it a three-episode test, and I'll let you guys know. Um, the next one, oh, this one, okay, I didn't really expect to like it, but I ended up really liking it. It's called, um, Release the Spice, Spice spelled, um, S-P-Y-C-E, and it's a cute girls doing vigilante justice, which sounds like cute girls doing anything, but it had this sort of, like, meat to it that I'm really hoping they develop. It's about this girl who, um, she's in high school because every anime is about a girl in high school, and, um, she's trying to become a police officer to honor her father who was a police officer and passed away, um, in the line of duty, and she accidentally runs into this, like, vigilante justice underground thing called Tsukikage, which means, um, moon shadow, very cool, and it's this, like, underground ring of peace protectors that started, like, in the age of the samurai, so it's been going on for generations, and it also happens that all the girls are in her high school, so they do some cool fighting, there's a car chase, and then the main character has a really awesome sense of smell and taste, like to the point where it's weird and creepy, 
And um, they're like, do you want to join our squad? And she has a problem because she wants to become a police officer, but she doesn't have the confidence and she's nervous and she doesn't feel like she has a right to like jump in the way or try and help someone. So she joins to try and help herself gain the confidence she needs to become a police officer. Um, again, it's cute girls doing things, so I can't really say it's going to be good, but I, I had a hell of a time watching the first episode, and I'm genuinely looking forward to watching more. There weren't too many, like, stereotypes that I was like, oh, God, kill me. So, um, release the spice. The spice is before the girls go into battle, they, like, chug a pixie stick that has, like, banana fish or something in it that makes their eyes glow, and then they beat people up. So we'll probably figure out what the spice is at a later date. But that's good. And I'm talking a lot, so I'm going to take a sip of my Snapple. Mmm. Moved on to Snapple, because you can't drink too much beer doing the podcast. I don't want you guys to think badly of me. Moving on. Iriduku released the spice. Golden Kamui. Sword Art Online. I wish Thomas's audio stayed in because we were laughing our ass off at Sword Art Online. Um, I genuinely really liked the first episode. I genuinely liked the first episode. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But um, firstly, first and foremost, the animation's amazing. The colors are vibrant and beautiful. The shading's kind of cool. It definitely looks different than the other SAOs, but I'm not complaining. So, um, it starts, well, also, first and foremost, it was a double episode. It was 47 minutes long, and apparently this arc of SAO is going to be 52 episodes. So we're going to be talking about this, like, this time next year. It's going to be crazy. I don't know if I can take that much sword art online, but I guess we'll find out. Um, this episode started with Kirito, like, in an alternate universe, typical of SAO. Um, he's a child with two other kids, Yu-Gi-Oh, which better be a Yu-Gi-Oh reference or I'm quitting anime. And this girl, Alice, duh, Sword Art Online, Alizization, Zizza arc. And, um, they're trying to chop down a tree and they want to get ice to keep their lunch cold anime stuff so they go through this mountain and they end up in this realm they're not supposed to be in but before they turn back um alice accidentally slips and falls into the realm and she breaks like the taboo index so she gets arrested chained up and flown off by dragons (laughs) she's like eight it was weird and then kirito our main character kirito wakes up and it's a dream well it's not a dream Um, he was at a part-time job where they, like, I don't know, drug him or put him in alternate dimensions. It's weird. So now we're back in reality. JK, we're playing games in Gungale Online. And, um, but afterwards, Asuna and Kirito, after talking to a friend from the GGO arc, uh, Shinon or something, I didn't watch this season because it was bad. They're walking home. They're like being all romantic. Kirito's like, I'm going to go to America and I want to take you with me. And Asuna's like, yes. And then what the hell? The last surviving member of Laughing Coffin comes out, which is crazy because we're on episode like 200 of Sword Art Online and there's still surviving members of Laughing Coffin. Like, can't you think of a new bad guy? Unbelievable. So this guy's taunting Kirito because he has nothing better to do, question mark. And he has a poison dart, and he's going to try and kill Kirito in a Tokyo suburb. So Kirito, being the black swordsman that he is, reaches for his sword. JK, it's reality, but thank God he has an umbrella. So um, they charge at each other, and Kirito stabs him with the umbrella, and the laughing coffin guy stabs him with the poison dart, and the episode ends. So it was weird, and it was crazy, and I was thoroughly entertained the entire time. Thomas, when we were talking about this, he was like, yeah, I'm never watching this show. What the hell was that? That's crazy. And it was funny, but you'll never hear it. Um, (laughs) But I liked it. 
It was good. I'm really interested in um, his friend, Yu-Gi-Oh! Because I know the whole, well, I'm going to assume the whole arc of this is going to be saving that girl in the alternate universe, which means we're going to team up with that guy again, who's also in the opening. And him and Kirito have the most ridiculous, amazing, what the hell's going on, secret handshake at the end of the opening. And I've watched it like 300 times. It's like... Fist bump, high five, chest bump, kiss to heaven, point to the sky. It's it's awesome. So I'm going to learn that with Thomas, and um, we'll record it for you. But if you liked Sword Art Online, or if you didn't like Sword Art Online, but you're curious, go for it. I think I'm definitely going to watch it, especially if it's 52 episodes. A job of being a host of a show like this is to keep your pulse on the anime news. So um, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that for you guys. Yeah. Anyway, um, back to my list. Banana Fish, Attack on Titan. SSS Gridman. Okay. So SSS Gridman starts typically with a guy who has amnesia. But wait, he's also a high school student. We're wa- Just in case you weren't 100% sure you were watching an anime, he's a high school student student with amnesia and um one of his friends finds him well not they're not friends they whatever acquaintance classmate finds him and she's like what are you doing here he's like who are you (laughs) she's oh you have amnesia that sucks so she calls his friend and his friend comes to pick him up but um the girl's parents run like a junk shop and um one more drink please excuse me the main character can see and communicate with this being in a computer that no one else can see. And his name is Gridman. And Gridman calls him to action to defeat this villain. So the guy somehow ends up in the robot. And then the two friends help on the computer at the, the junk shop. And they end up defeating this monster thing that attacks. And that's the episode. So what I'm guessing is it's going to be the three of them are going to join forces to become SSS Gridman. The S's probably stand for, like, their names or something. I'm very Thomas right now, and I didn't remember any of their names. Um, And we're going to fight crime and find out what happened to this kid. And um, it's a trigger anime, so of course there's a giant robot in it. But um, it was pretty good. I don't know if I'll watch the whole thing, but um, I'll deal with it for now. And I'll let you guys know. If you guys have any thoughts on it, let me know. And we're almost done, I think. Yeah, one more. Um, I talked about Hinomaruzumo. And then the last one, which I watched like 15 minutes before we started this podcast, which was like four hours ago because we've been recording this forever, um, is Karakuri Circus, which is on Amazon. It just came out today. So, um, well, today's Thursday. You guys will probably be listening to this on Friday. So it just came out on Thursday, so I don't know if you've seen it yet. Um, It was weird. It was good, though. Like, I have a feeling I'm going to stick with this show. I feel like a lot of things are, like, taking Kaleidostar and, like, changing it. Um, uh, Review Starlight did that for me. It was, like, a form of Kaleidostar. And for me, this is also a form of Kaleidostar. Not that that matters. Um, Just something I thought of and wanted to say. It's about this little boy. He's in the fifth grade. His name is uh, Masaru Saiga. And he's rich. And his father is the CEO of some big company. And his father dies. um, Killed in a car accident, which was on purpose. And his grandfather, who passed away, says to the little boy, "Um, if your dad somehow dies before you grow up, take this suitcase and run and go to the nearest circus and you'll meet this woman named Shirogane and she'll take care of you. So this kid's like, well, my dad's dead. Let's go. So he's going. He's getting chased by these people that are trying to take the case. And he runs into this guy who's advertising for the circus who's the best character because he's in a bear suit. Um, His name's Narumi and I love him. And he has seizures. But you can watch it to figure out why. And they end up, he ends up trying to help the boy and they get him to the circus. And they find Shirogane and Shirogane opens the case and it's this giant marionette puppet and she uses it to attack the guys that are chasing them, which are also puppets. 
and destroys them. So um, the grandfather of the boy was like a puppet maker, and um, he made all these great puppets that are weapons and all this other stuff, and this group that I don't know about yet because it's the first episode are trying to steal this famed violent puppet from the boy and the only person who knows how to use it is Shirogane who is an 18 year old um gymnast acrobat in the circus who's French and I promise it's not as weird as it sounds it's um it was pretty cool so I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it um it's by the creators of Ushio Totora, uh, which was an 80s or 90s manga, which became an anime two years ago. I watched half of it when I was in college, and then I stopped. So um, that was pretty cool. And that's everything that I watched. Um, thank you guys for bearing with me. I apologize that it's come down to this, um, that you have to hear my voice for over 10 minutes straight. But, um, things happen. It, Thomas was upset. It's hard, but we do the best we can. We don't have good technology. We just like doing this and like doing it for you guys. And if you guys enjoy it and we enjoy it, that's all that matters. So, um, thank you for listening to Anime Single Play. <laughs> um, we will have a topic next week, hopefully, in case, unless more stuff comes out and we're just talking about it all the time. But um, we want to keep you guys into it, so please let us know if you have anything you want us to say, anything you want us to talk about, a manga you want us to review. And um, as always, thank you guys for listening. Um, like I was saying before, I had a really bad day at work, and it's always cool getting to look forward to the podcast and hanging out with my brother and talking about something we both love and then sharing it with people. So um, thank you for listening, and thank you for giving us an outlet to do something we really enjoy. Um, I'm going to lose my voice, so I'm going to stop now. But um, we have some things that we're going to launch soon, as in one thing that I'm really excited about that Thomas just showed me today. So stay pumped, stay excited, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Could